In just a few short days, Tyler Courtney is getting set to make his first ever dirt late model start at Eldora. He's going to do that during the Flow Racing Night in America series to then lead into the Eldora Million coming up in June. And he's going to do so for a little bit of a different car owner. Jeremy Bullens is a Daytona 500 winning crew chief in the NASCAR Cup Series. And he likes to dabble with dirt late models on the side. On this episode of Dirt Tracker Conversations, we hopped on with Jeremy to kind of talk about his history with dirt lay models, putting the deal together with Sunshine and a lot more. Uh, it's about 15 minutes, so a little bit shorter than you're used to, but a lot of good information packed into this episode. So please enjoy this conversation with Jeremy Bullens. Uh, you are a Daytona 500 winning crew chief at this point in NASCAR, but I don't care about any of that, and I don't want to talk about any of that. Uh, <laughs> what I do want to talk about is dirt late model racing, and you are getting ready to bring Tyler Courtney, who is not a dirt late model guy, uh, to a couple of shows at Eldora here in the coming weeks and months. Uh, first of all, how did you get connected with Tyler Courtney, and why is he somebody you want to put in your late model for these races coming up? Well, obviously, you know, first off the part about getting connected with him it all kind of started when eldora you know brought back the million um you know we we just put that car together to go race with devin uh moran for a couple races and and we were like wow that you know we need to figure out a way to go to that that'd be fun um and we got to talking about who would be good to put in it and, and tyler's name was one of the first ones that i thought of um you know trying to think outside the box because you know all the late model guys are going to go why you know wh why would a late model guy not go to that race so um felt like we had to think outside the box and um you know back over the winter i was actually talking to uh, brandon overton one day we were texting back and forth about a couple things and i was like hey you know think about who i could put in this car for for a couple races like that and he called me and he's like what about sunshine and i'm like absolutely i would love to um you know and I guess they'd been talking about it and trying to figure out a car to put him in. So, um, you know, got connected and, and talked through it. And here we are. I love it. Uh, how do you know? I, I know that you fielded a car for Devin here, uh, not not in the not too distant past here. But how did you get yeah. to know the How did you get to know the Morans? Is that somebody you you got? You know, you kind of got through your NASCAR connections, or, or how does that work? Well, it all goes back to uh, like the first crate car that I had um, back in like 2016 um chris ferguson drove for me and um you know I'm, i feel like i'm really good friends with chris and, and chris's dad brian connor and i are, are really good friends and we talk a lot and, um you know at that point wiley was hanging out with them some because wiley and chris's brother brandon are good friends and so kind of got to know wiley and you know and just kept in touch and met different people and 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 it all started with with racing with chris he drove my crate car for a couple of years back around 16 and 17 so um, you know, just meeting people and going racing. I, I know I, I read the, uh, the dirt on dirt piece that you did with Kevin Kovac and, and in there, you talked about kind of growing up at, at three eleven. um, yeah. you go to NC state university, you kind of get into NASCAR stuff. When did you kind of circle back into dirt racing from that point? Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I've always tried to go to races and, and keep up with what's going on and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just really had the, the desire to, you know, I never had the resources growing up to I always worked on other people's stuff. I never owned a car. I know I'm not that good at driving. So, uh, you know, for me, it was just, uh, you know, a lot of people like hot rods and classic cars and stuff like that, that they sit around and look at. And I, I'd rather have something we can play with, a toy to play with. And, and I love dirt racing. And um, so, we, you know, we bought a crate car and then we upgraded and, you know, kind of went through that. And 
Um, we kind of settled down there for a couple of years and didn't do much racing. Uh, Chris went and did the World Outlaw Series in 18, and that, that really slowed it down because he was gone a lot and, um, you know, got back into it, you know, last year with, with Devin and, and ran that race and, uh, at Gaffney. And, and so, you know, hope to do some more of that with him later on, um, you know, when his schedule allows. But, um, you know, when Eldora came up with the idea for the million, it was like, all right, let's go. How big of a kind of upgrade is it in terms of resources and things like that to go from a crate car to a Longhorn with an Andy Durham engine in it? Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. So I, um, my wife's going through our tax stuff right now. I'm not <laughs> sure how impressed she is, but, um, you know, like it's uh, it, it's a pretty big upgrade on the, you know, crate racing is very expensive as well um, to be competitive, you know, to, to run up front at those real big races. Uh, it, it takes a lot, but, you know, the, the engine side of it obviously gets way more expensive when you go super racing. Um, and and it, I think the other part of it is you just go through so many more tires, like the crate racing deal. You can, you can get through a weekend on five or six tires and, you know, like the super thing is that way to an extent, but you got to have a lot more stuff ready and you got more options. Um, I've been around NASCAR. I, I've been a tire changer for 16 years. I've, I've been around probably almost as long as you have. How does somebody like you, uh, you know, is me understanding the workload necessary for, for uh, you know, a Cup Series crew chief at this point? How do you find time to do any of this? Um, well, I'm lucky. I got a couple of good friends that, that also enjoy doing this. So there's, you know, I have some guys that will come over and help at night. Um, but, yeah, it's like I, it kind of turns into a hobby. Like you just go out in the shop at night and work for a couple hours and, um, you know, gives you something to do, I guess, other than watch TV. But, um yeah, it's tough for sure. You know, it's, it's why we don't really race a whole lot. Um, you know, if we go race in, you know, when we go race next week, it'll take me a couple of weeks just to get everything cleaned up, you know? So, um, it'll take a couple of nights just to wash the car and, and get the trailer cleaned out and that kind of stuff. So, um, it, it, it's a challenge for sure, but, uh, you know, I love to race, so we'll figure it out. That's one of my favorite things about racing and, and when you get to know people in NASCAR, but like, what is it about racers that when we're not racing, we're finding other ways to go racing? Like I, always I, think it's, I think it's just the competitive nature. You know, we're very competitive people. Um, you know, we're always looking for ways to compete and, and you know, I, I like the late model thing because the cars are, are very challenging. There's, there's a lot to them. Um, they're a pretty complicated car. You know, there's a ton of adjustments and, and, not a lot in the way of rules. And, and, and so there's a lot you can do and, and try to do and, and try to learn. So um, they're a pretty creative vehicle to work on. So I enjoy that piece of it too. That's what I was going to ask you kind of with your engineering background. And, and it seems like there's a lot of kind of innovation that's still possible with the, with the dirt late model. And I was wondering if that was something that kind of drew you into that stuff was that ability to kind of do that. Yeah. I think it's probably more frustrating that like you get a lot of ideas that you don't have time to do anything with, you know, I think that's probably the biggest biggest thing that, you know, I've got a lot of stuff I would love to try if you had the opportunity. So uh, that's one of the things that's fun about having, you know, buddies like Fergie and, and Devin, you know, like you get an idea, you can you call Brian and talk to him about it and get him to try it and, and those kind of things. So um, that part of it's fun for me. Ha having a Longhorn chassis and, and knowing kind of Kevin Rumley's engineering background, is, is he somebody you've gotten to talk to a whole lot? Uh, I've talked to him a little bit, you know, just asking a couple questions when we were first putting the car together, but um, haven't talked to him a ton. You know, I know he talks to Devin a lot. So, um, you know, I know Devin's talked to him some and, and, and gotten some help. But, um, you know, obviously Rumley's really smart and really good at what he does. And um, I'm sure if I had some questions, he would help me out for sure. But 
um, you know, a lot of ways you just kind of want to go do it yourself and, and just learn along the way and, and try to learn the hard way sometimes, but just kind of figure it out for yourself sometimes. Uh, Devin, obviously having an incredible season right now. What do you think about uh, all of the success he's had here in, in the last year or so? Uh, I think I think he's a really good person. I think he works really hard. Um, I think he works really hard at, at being good with his own stuff and understanding what he has and and doesn't, you know, chase the, the stuff that everybody else is trying to do and, and just works on his own program. And I think that's made him very consistent and, and made him good at a lot of racetracks. And, and uh, that's something I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of him for. I think he's done a really good job with it. I think it's easy with, you know, um, the late model guys, like there's a lot of them, you know, they talk a lot, they, they you know, they bounce ideas off each other. And I think sometimes it gets you distracted. And, and I think he's done a really good job of just staying focused on making his car better. And I think it shows. Uh, back to sunshine. I know you guys are going to run the flow show here coming up at Eldora before you go in, in June for the million. Um, are you going to be able to go to these races or have you kind of blocked out time with Penske to be able to do that? Yep. I think, uh, I think we're going to be good there. Uh, the, the million for sure is pretty easy. Um, cause our trucks will leave Tuesday night for, uh, for Sonoma. So, um, and it's only w- one day that I'll really miss in the shop and, and we'll pretty, bu- pretty well be set by then, um, for that week. So, um, and then I, I think I got it worked out to go next week. So pretty excited to go for the Tuesday night race. What are your expectations? Uh, man, it's super competitive. I just want to, you know, I think making the race is, is a, making the race at one of these shows is, is a big deal. So, um, you know, I, I think you got to qualify good. So I, for me, it all starts with that. I think if we can qualify good the rest of the night, you know, should be fairly easy from there, but, um, nothing is easy. So, um, I, go have fun and, and do the best we can. I don't, I don't really have any expectations. I don't want to put any extra pressure on him to, to feel like he's got to do something, but you know, I, I, I think knowing how good he is in the stuff he drives, I think he'll figure it out pretty quick. And, and I know he's good at Eldora. So, uh, you know, he knows the racetrack and he, he knows where to be. So, um, we'll see what happens. What, uh, what kind of baseline setup do you got? Is that something you've gotten help from the Morans for? Uh, yeah, obviously talked to, you know, obviously Devin and I, you know, worked about together on the setup for when we, when we raced together. So, um, I'll talk to him and, and, you know, get some ideas and make sure we're in the right place. Uh, it is my understanding you were not at the test with Sunshine. So uh, what kind of information did you kind of get out of that? Uh, yep, I did not get to go to that. But, you know, basically we, we set the car up pretty much like we had it at, G- at Gaffney for the Blue Gray and um, just let him make some laps. And, and that was the main thing. Um, Fergie was nice enough to go down there and kind of driver coach him a little bit and, and kind of show him where to be and what to do and what to expect. And um, you really just get some seat time. So. Uh, you know, one of the biggest differences in a sprint car and a late model is just how you sit, you know, like the, the wing cars, you kind of get stuck back on the left rear and, and, and kind of driving that way. And, you know, these things you are kind of pitched up on the right front. And like, like he said, if I did that in the other cars, I'd, I'd be in the parking lot. So, um, you know, I think just getting used to that, like the line of sight being different and all that kind of stuff is, was the biggest thing was just understanding what it's going to be like. Uh, I, one of the things I feel like I get a lot of the people that know that I kind of do the, the dirt racing stuff on the side that I do is, is I have a lot of people coming up to me in the garage asking me questions about the racing. And did you see this? Do you get that same thing with people knowing that you have dirt late models? Yeah, but I, I enjoy it. Uh, you know, there's a ton of guys that have a dirt background or, or no guys in the, in the dirt world. And um, it's kind of fun for us to, you know, keep each other up to speed on what's going on, I guess. So um, no, I enjoy that piece of it. You know, I, usually I'll walk in and, 
oh, did you see such and such race or did you see this or whatever? And, you know, uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think, you know, that's where we all came from. And I think that's one of the reasons I still enjoy doing it is it's kind of fun to just go back and race the stuff that you grew up doing. And, you know, I was fortunate enough, the first car I ever worked on was an early model. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy still being in that world. Uh, I, I saw in that dirt on dirt piece that at some point you said you want to do the hell tour. Uh, what, like, what in your mind makes you want to do the hell tour? I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, that just looks like so much fun to go through, you know, all the way just race that much. Just, uh, it just, it boggles my mind that people do that, you know, like, you know, growing up just racing every Saturday night, you know, at the local short track. And it just, I, I think that's crazy. I, you know, like the touring thing, like I think is, not that much different than what we do, you know, like just a normal touring deal, but to run that many races in that short of a period of time, I, I, I always think that's a, a really cool deal. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, do you ever catch yourself when you're sitting in an engineering meeting or something like thinking about your dirt lane model? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you like, are you um, like you know, doodling things on your paper or something? But I, you know, I, I think you get, I think that's one of the cool things about it. And that's what I try to tell people is, you know, race cars are race car and you never know where the inspiration for an idea is going to come from. So I think there's, you know, there's been things that I've thought of for the cup car because of the late model or, you know, and, and vice versa. So, um, I think it just, it, it keeps me engaged in, in something and, and keeps me from getting too, uh, focused on one thing. And, and, you know, it just keeps fresh ideas coming at you. Uh, I know you mentioned your wife there. What does she think about all of this? No, she loves it. Uh, you know, she, she likes racing. She grew up around racing. Um, her family uh, was into racing. She's, she's been in the sport and, and some way or another for a long time as well. So um, she loves it. It's just, it's a little uh, staggering. I think when you start to see the tire bills and wheel bills and that kind of stuff come in, but you know, it is what it is. What's the, uh, what's the plan for the rest of the year? Like, are you going to have a chance to get some more races in uh, towards the end of the year with, uh, with either of the cars, I guess? Yeah, I, I, I hope so. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. We, we haven't really firmed up anything past the million, but I'd like to. We'll, we'll see what we can work out. Uh, do, you, do you realize that if you go and have any sort of success, right, that your, your phone is going to be ringing now, right? Because people know that you've got a good car and <laughs> you have this thing sitting there ready to go. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure it will. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, like, like I said, I, I've had that happen in the past when the crate car ran so well. And, and it, you know, it's like, I have to explain to people, you know, for the most part, it's just me and a couple of buddies and, and it's kind of a hobby. And, and, you know, unless you have enough money for me to hire a couple guys, like I can't really help you. So, um, you know, for us, it's, it's, we race when we can and we, we try to be as prepared as possible when we go do it. Uh, are you ever going to get Cendric uh, in one of these things? Uh, I don't know. Like he's driven so many different things. Like, uh, you know, we talked about it, you know, for Bristol, but I think, you know, he's got so much experience in rally cross stuff and, and everything that's, that's honestly probably more applicable to what the cup car will be on dirt that like, we didn't really put a lot, a big priority on it, but, um, no, I think he'll do, I think he'll do well. He's raced so much, so many different kinds of cars over the years. Uh, with Bristol coming up for the NASCAR stuff. And, and I know you've had Keselowski in your crate car before. Is it a big transition for these guys to kind of do that stuff or, you know, for Keselowski to run the late model or, you know, for Cindric to kind of go do Bristol now, is it a big transition for the dirt stuff for these guys? You know, I think the biggest thing is, and this is what I told Brad when we did the crate thing last year, like driving a late model is not going to help you drive a cup car under. 
but what it'll do is teach you the, the phases that the racetrack goes to, you know, when it's wet and heavy in the beginning, how it cleans up, you know, how it changes through the race. And obviously our cup race is so long that like it kind of gets to a point and then it, it kind of is what it is, but you still go through a little bit of a change early on in the race. So understanding that is what makes some of those guys, you know, really good at it and, and knowing where to be as the track's changing. So that's really what you learn that the cars are, are quite a bit different and drive quite a bit different. And so, you know, I think, uh, I think Strickler ran a 1487 the other night. I don't think we're going to run a 1487 in a cup car. So, um, you know, I, I, that part of it, like I said, you learn more about the racetrack than you do uh, how the tracks change than you do anything else. Um, final question. I, I am curious. I, I know your expectations are not super high, but what will the celebration be like if somehow Sunshine is able to win the million at Eldora? Well, I don't want to, please don't misinterpret it. It's not that my expectations aren't high. It's, it's that I'm, I'm realistic about how competitive it is. I think, I think dirt late model racing is some of the most competitive racing on the planet. Um, these guys are all good. They're all in very identical equipment. And, and so I know that it's a challenge, but I also know that he's a really good race car driver and I'm really excited to have him driving, but, um, I think he'll do really well and, and it will be a, a really, really, really good party if somehow he manages to win that race. Uh, is there a chance that you don't come to Sonoma? If you that uh, no, no, I don't think I, I don't think I could stand that. If my car won the million, I definitely want to be at Sonoma. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to do this. Uh, uh, hopefully everything goes well and you guys uh, have a couple of good runs here. Uh, uh, not only at Eldora with the dirt car, but with the uh, the cup car stuff as well. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. 